But I also have some really exciting things coming up. I'm starting an exclusive website selling extremely large wiener pictures. Threesome, just us, you, me, and your best friend. Welcome to the podcast, another episode of A One Man Show. Thanks for all the love on the last episode. You guys loved Christina Farina. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, you can get to know a little bit more about her in the last episode, but watch it after this one. Today we have our usual guest, is guests, <laughs> Pearson and Saxon. Saw it. This is all I hear Saw. from, well, never mind. Uh, how was your guys' this week? It was pretty good, pretty good. Made some money on the stonk market. Oh, you made money? I yeah. lost. <laughs> <laughs> you may following my trades, bro. Yeah, what about you, Saxon? Um, I started working on this web series today. Oh, what's good. it going to appear on? I don't know yet. I think they're trying to sell it. Oh, okay. Um, what else happened this You're week? up at 6 a.m. Yeah. I was up at 6 a.m. I haven't seen 6 a.m. in so long. What yeah. it looked like? <laughs> Dark. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yo, you know what else is crazy? California's on fire right now. NorCal. Because of a baby of a gender shower. reveal party. <laughs> yeah. Dude, when are people going to learn, man? Didn't this happen before? Yes. This Over is the second time, reveal? like, in the la- literally the last year. Is this actually the second time for a gender reveal yeah, party? Yeah, there I was a smoke so. bomb no or something and lit up California. The pictures look pretty freaking rad. I saw a picture of, like, the San Francisco Giants Stadium. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. the whole sky's red. It looks Whoa. cool, but terrible for the environment. <laughs> so right, bad. totally. Uh, Gender reveal parties, man. What do you guys think about those? I mean, you guys went to one. Was yeah, that pretty crazy? I mean, they did smoke. Yeah, they did do the smoke, and they did the poppers and everything, so I see how it could happen. Who made but, those a thing? White people? Probably. Yeah. I don't even know. I, well, I, here's, here's my question, though. Like, why? <laughs> like, why do we care? I, everything's Is for social media. Is it just an media. excuse to, like, hang out? Does it, it matter? Well, I don't know. I think maybe it mattered back in like 1600 when they were like, I only need a man to carry on my my name and my lineage. Yeah. The rest of you can die. But wouldn't it be like embarrassing if you had all girls? Like, would you want to invite everyone to day? find out? I, I guess back in the day, maybe. I, don't I know. guess it's just a celebration. You're celebrating the pregnancy. But isn't that the but baby shower? <laughs> no, because yeah. that's how just many for times girls. can we have this? How many times can we invite people over for drinks? Isn't the baby shower just for girls? Is it? I think so. I have no idea. I have not been to enough of these. I've only been to a few, never... but like, no, no, there's baby showers for all babies. For no, men. no, no, like only the girls come. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like the I mean, girl you think guys want to go to a gender reveal party, Saxon? Well, you think it I'm seems excited? Like they went. <laughs> yeah. You think I'm excited yeah, to be went. like, yo, dude? Oh my god, dude! This Saturday we have a gender reveal party. Oh my god, I can't wait dude. to blow off everything else I have to do in my life. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. This dude, is exactly we're how I want to kick back, it. have a few yeah. brewskis with the broskis. Oh, sick! He's probably gonna be bummed out if it's a girl, right? Because you know, because that's just how things go. Just want a baby boy. What? But mm-hmm. uh, I also have a question. Why? Does it matter? I think like the last name thing. Look, I don't want a daughter. Knowing all these girls in LA, man, I do. Not, I do Everybody not with their freaking uh, OnlyFans accounts. Yeah, I w- that is a topic of discussion sh- that I have written down. <laughs> Every girl, 2020 is the year of desperation and OnlyFans. Yeah. I don't have an OnlyFans. That's every girl. Thank you. Nice. Before you know it, no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Yo, Here's the problem. Want, if you want to make a few thousand a month, you might as well just make yeah. it. I had a guy DM me and he's like, I can make you a millionaire before the end of the year. Facts. And I was like, how? Here's the problem with Only. I respect the hustle, right? Right. But the problem is, if you ever want a long term career, you're fucked. Yeah. Like, you, you're fucked. I'm sorry. 
Also, it's not like modeling where you're doing a nude, a tasteful nude with right. It's Calvin not Playboy Klein. magazine. I know. Yeah. Back in the day, Playboy magazine obviously had a shtick. It was bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but they've gotten more artsy with it. I actually mm-hmm. was going through Playboy just to get some inspiration for their shoots, and they're pretty artistic with like the stuff they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember back as a kid, I would go. To, I went down to my grandparents' basement. And my uncle had stacks of Playboy like from back in the day. <gasps> really? And I was I'm a like, child. like when I was a child, I was like looking at him like, oh my God, this is what girls used to look like. <laughs> <laughs> How um, much foliage is down yeah, there? Literally, yeah. My God, man. <laughs> look uh, at that man. You can't even see that little squidward popping out. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but OnlyFans, I feel like it just has this stigma of like, I don't know, iPhone photos in a mirror to me. It's like a snap. Like, to me, when I think OnlyFans, I'm like, okay, you're Snapchatting a naked picture. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how you feel about it? I feel like the problem with it is you're just pricing yourself. You know what I mean? Like, it's like $20 a month to see. Like, I feel like you can do it in a way. Where you add more value? Yeah, or where it's like, it's with a company, or it's like, like you said, Playboy, or like in a movie, Mm -hmm. you have like write-offs of like exactly what can be seen and shown. Yeah. And I guess on OnlyFans you are in control of it, but no, it, that, it does. that's kind of cool. It's the thing. Well, it, yeah, it's cool, right? You can make a fuckload of money now, mm-hmm. right? But long term, man, it's like the way that I think about it is like, do I want to marry a girl who did OnlyFans? Just morally, from me, no. Mm-hmm. I don't want those pictures out there to be seen. Like, what if you know my son grows up or my daughter and his friends or her friends find my their mom Yo, naked how like, horrific of a moment in your child's life imagine this <laughs> the year is 2041 you've had a child the child is now a somewhat teenage adult thing right and he searches mom and dad he's no he's not even searching anything he's just searching like you know vintage only fan nudes or something like that <laughs> like old playboy magazine exactly right yeah. and he comes across a photo and he shmanks his monkey to it, and it turns out later he sees the name across the bottom, Stop. and it is and his, his own mother. Oh, I God. just now thought of that scenario in my head, and that is horrifying. What that would is you do if worst that case scenario. Oh, I you? would, I would become a monk. I would go. I would, <laughs> I'd be like, I'm a Christian again. I'm going back to Jesus. I'm praying again. I, my, my sins are gone. Yeah. For the love of God, I cannot undo. I still this. think. I mean, I, look, not every. Obviously, we're generalizing. Not every girl on OnlyFans is showing nudes. Some mm-hmm. of them showing. Clothed pics. <laughs> also, why um, would you sign? Why would you sign up for clothed pics though? Because you can see that on Instagram, and already. I well, here's mean, what I, here's my he, thing. They're just it's just like a little strip, yeah. right? And so well, it's like, here's what my my thing is. Do you think Instagram now will get rid of like the false reality of like, oh, I need to look like this because the girls are all doing OnlyFans, right? No. So maybe they'll stop posting their topless photos on Instagram oh. and start post, posting clothed photos. And it'll so force that people the content. subscribe. Yeah, it'll force the content to shift on Instagram to rather it being sexualized content. Mm. It'll now be like, oh, more lifestyle or more fun content as opposed because every girl's on OnlyFans now. Well, I feel mm, like it's cool. almost more though because they have to advertise their OnlyFans. So they're posting like more bikini oh, pics yeah. and more like sexy but stuff. But a lot of them aren't posting nude on OnlyFans. So they're saving their like bikini and like underwear shit for OnlyFans. Hmm. It'd be cool to like see Instagram make a comeback. To be honest, I feel like yeah. I also I also know some guys that are doing OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. Tyler was Tyler knows his friend makes a, like what? How much a month? Makes ten thousand dollars a month taking little dick pics. Um, I mean, they could be. How big would dick you guys feel about me doing OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. That's it. 
I mean, it's done. You got a movie you're gonna about to be shooting. I Listen, I got Pearson Fote VIP, and yeah. I feel like that's enough. Yeah. But here, here was my thing. Like I, I talked about this on Colin and Samir's podcast, uh, and they, we, they were asking me about it, and I was like, you know, I. I literally it started out as a joke on the vlog and I like because I filmed your butt at one point and I was like sign up for Mark's OnlyFans and then that became the joke throughout the vlog and then I thought of it and I was like oh that's funny I'm gonna go make an OnlyFans Mm -hmm. and then I was like why do I want to give 20% of my money to a corporation that doesn't make any sense but then on top of that like I actually don't get the control of how I value my fans because if if you guys are paying for something, Mm -hmm. if my fans are paying for something, I want to actually add value to your life, not just photos that you can see on Instagram. Right. As a business person, when someone takes 20% just to host your shit, what the fuck? Like you don't want to put in that extra work and that extra effort to like take 100% of your business. Right. Make a Squarespace. Like literally, it's, it's, Mm. it's a naive thing being out here is like, oh yeah, everybody's doing it. I gotta do it. Yeah. But no one's thinking different. I mean, there are people that are thinking different. You got Rachel Cook, she got her own magazine, but she's on mm-hmm. she has hers on Patreon, which they take twelve to fifteen percent. Mm-hmm. And then like on top of that, you got managers, you got lawyers, you got fees. Like Yeah. To own a hundred percent of your business is such an important thing. And like yeah. a lot of people don't understand too that social media is a business you know like we talk about this a lot yeah they like they don't understand it well i think i think the tough part about like the way that people perceive uh social media is probably similar to the way that i perceived it before i like really dove into it heavily is it like oh we just film videos and take pictures it can't be that hard right you You don't realize you're, you're you're telling stories you're you're having to come up with clickbait and content and storylines that engage the viewer and make them want to come back for more. Mm-hmm. And that's what you've been doing, you know, for years. That's what you yeah. know we, we do in movies. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what we're now doing in a social context. But a lot of people like our friends will be like, come on, you don't have to work tonight. And you're like, what do you mean? Yeah, I'm working tonight. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. when they come to visit. Yeah. Yeah, that's my biggest pet peeve. People come to visit, and they're like, oh, show me around. And it's like, dude, I got a job. They're like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you get to pick your hours. And it's like, yeah, my hours are, if no. I don't work, <laughs> then I don't get paid. Like, yeah. you are, you're off. You're on vacation. Right. You got you paid leave if, Yeah, and tonight. you made the good uh, point to, like, a friend. You're like, yo, if I came to visit you, are you going to take off work for the week? Right. Okay, so don't expect me to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, speaking of, you know, like, social media being a business, Notice all the celebrities collabing right now. You got Six Nine going mm-hmm. around doing his tour with all the oh, influencers. Yeah. He was just on Logan's podcast. Mm-hmm. I just saw Brie Larson did a video with my friend Lord DIY. Really? Uh, you got? I wrote one more down. Oh, Black Bear just did a remix on Dixie D'Amelio's song. Interesting. Really? Talk about all the mainstream traditional celebs, celebs finally crossing over. But they're. I mean, you could look at it this way, right? They're finally crossing over, yes. Mm-hmm. They're using the social media stars to stay relevant, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're just using it think... to generate a huge audience super quickly, right? Right. So, But it's like a reverse scenario. Like, I mean, I mean, social media, they're like the center celebrity right now, I would say, in terms of like Absolutely. Gen Z, like kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think kids look more up to Charlie D'Amelio than they do Brie Larson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, She's way more is, relevant. But here, think about this. I mean, obviously, it's an honor for like a social media person to like have a celebrity on their show. It's sure. like so fucking cool. Uh, by the way, you're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but is Brie, is Brie Larson going to be like, 
Oh yeah, Laura DIY. I'm shooting a movie. You want to be in it? No, no. Not a She's chance. literally using her f to build her YouTube. But I think there's a, there is it's a mutually mutual beneficial. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely a mutual exchange in the side in the fact that like clout points. Laura DIY now is like crazy clout because she had Oscar yeah. winner Brie Larson on her right, right. channel. Yeah, well, it makes the influencers more credible. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it validates their success as well. Do you yeah. think that it should reach a point though that Social media starts making more than mainstream. What do you mean? They already in do. In terms of, no, they don't. So, do you Dude, think Logan Paul's them? house? You think Logan Paul makes more than Brie Larson? Fuck yeah. I don't. On a daily basis? Hell yeah. Bro. Bro you, no, listen, listen, listen. Brie Larson may make more money on one movie mm -hmm. and she can make some money on campaigns. I guarantee you, Logan is making more money on a yearly basis consistently than Brie is. I'm going to look. Hey, Siri. Yeah, I don't know. What's Brie Larson's net worth? The, I, the, that doesn't work. Yo, it says... 2018, the estimated net worth of Brie Larson was about 10 million US dollars. Logan makes that in like a year. Yeah. And he's been doing yeah, that he's for like expenses. 10 years. He's, homeboy so, spends yeah, hella so money. She just probably bought a house. She probably yeah. bought a whole podcast set up. But, but <laughs> who puts out... But more work. Logan works more than Brie. Yeah. yeah Brie works harder. Brie works harder than Logan I, Paul. Well, not okay, not harder. Hold but like, she on. has to do stunts and she has to do other stuff. Yo, have you seen Logan? Are you backing up Brie Larson now? I don't know. I got no problems with Brie Larson. I'm just like I'm just saying, traditional actors do mm -hmm. how many movies a year? That's true. How many movies every two years? Three right. years. But those one a year max. Thirteen hour days. That's it. So Brie Larson made five million on Captain Marvel. Look, I've got no hate in my heart for Brie Larson. I don't even know her. All, all I'm saying is she's just got she just got pulled into the example. Yeah, yeah. we could speak for someone else, but I'm saying who but, works harder, Logan Paul, Logan Paul? For me, for, I put out three videos a week. I, I okay. TikToks, all this shit. Look, if you if you if you, if you were telling me, uh, let's let's take a better example. Yeah, somebody yeah. that's a creator because Brie is just an actress at this point. Right. Uh, she's directed a movie too, but okay. I would say somebody like. Let's take Jessica Alba or Angelina Jolie. Mm -hmm. Either one of those two women are, they've got crazy work ethic. They're oh, acting, they're directing, they're producing. And then Jessica Alba yeah. has a whole water company. Right. Uh, at, they're at the si similar capacities of Logan has a merch line. He's got his podcast. Right, okay, He's got okay. this. Mm -hmm. So comparably, like say Jessica Alba who does a TV show like a podcast she does Instagram and TikTok and all this other stuff like Logan mm -hmm. she also has her merch line which is uh, what is it honesty or whatever water yeah, yeah the water yeah. so I would say like they would be comparable in work ethics okay. and like style I wouldn't necessarily I, I the same think way social I media in uh, yeah I guess so like a lot of those big a-list guys have so much going on like their schedules day to day are fucking insane. Yeah, Yo, you look at The Rock or like Robert Downey Jr., Jessica Alba, mm -hmm. um, freaking Angelina Jolie. I I guarantee most of their year is already planned out, including their following year. Yeah, like The Rock has the next five years planned out. They have like tours and press tours and shit. Yeah, yeah and all the years of training. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like mm -hmm. everything Logan does, you kind of see he puts it out. You know what I mean? All the mm -hmm. videos, you see his like rise versus mm -hmm. like Brie, you don't see that. You don't see how many years it took for her to get to the point she is. You only see right. kind of like the finished product. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't just. She just got looped in. Yeah. I was just giving an example. Yo guys, I interrupt this episode of the podcast to let you know that this episode is also 
Brought to you by MyBookie. It is winning season, and the NFL has finally returned. You got the first game going tonight, and you got NFL Sunday this Sunday. If you guys use my promo code 2 Show and click the link in the description, you guys will double your first deposit. That's what winning season is. It means insane props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sport wagers at MyBookie. Winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long. You guys know how much I love to bet on sports if you've seen previous podcasts. And I'm pumped for the NFL to return if you guys are in the fantasy. Uh, You guys will be stoked to do this. New players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Like I said, I'm doubling your guys' deposit when you use the promo code 2MENSHOW and click the link in the description. Go win big, baby. Only at my bookie. I mean, I think... No, to be like, honest, you know social media is like one of the hardest working jobs. It's hard because you have to be self-motivated and you have I to come up say, with all this stuff. You I'm know? not dis... Uh, I'm not even going to say it. Oh, never mind. <laughs> not dissing actors? No, I'm not dissing actors at all. I was going to say something else. Not dissing hoes uh, for shows? Instagram models. I was going yeah, <laughs> to be models. like, well, they don't really work that hard. <laughs> um, no, I think it's, it, it is an interesting conversation. I, I feel like I can say from both perspectives... It's all a matter of the effort you put into it. Look, you I know plenty of actors, dudes and chicks, whoever mm-hmm. or whoever. I know actors in general. Let's say that. That do not they don't move their butt cheeks outside of to occasionally get to the gym. They play Call of Duty or they hang out and they go to like parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's how much they make of their life. If you looked at me though, you'd be like, "Yo, this dude yeah. doesn't fucking sleep," right? And this is before I even started collabing with you and doing like social media stuff. This is just me on the daily grind of like I was writing scripts. I was tr- I was in production meetings. I was pitching shows. I was doing a lot. Yeah. Um, so and the same goes for c- content creators. There's certain mm-hmm. I think it's just a matter of it's a case by case basis. Somebody like Logan or somebody like Jessica Alba or somebody like The Rock. These are the top tier of like work ethic and grind. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it would be hard. I'd be hard pressed to find like other actors and actresses that are like necessarily doing the same level of stuff along with other influencers that I see that all they do is just go and party and they outsource all the rest of the work because they got super famous overnight. Yeah, that's true. That's just my point. I mean, you got to outsource the work though to be able to like rise to the next level. Sure, absolutely. I outsource a ton of work. Yeah. Dan Bilzerian tweeted this. Actually, I never thought I'd be like, oh, I like Dan Bilzerian's tweet. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a Bob Marley quote. What do you guys, how do you guys feel about this? All right, all right. The problem is people are being hated when they are real and are being loved when they are fake. Bob Marley. Ooh. So we don't even love Dan Blazerian. We just love Bob Marley still. <laughs> <laughs> but do, do you, how do you feel about that? I feel like it's very interestingly relevant, especially in the entertainment space. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I want to be delicate when I say this because <sighs> it's a difficult thing to be famous and relevant and people to notice you and to have an opinion that doesn't always line up with the uh, arrangement of the masses or the powerful per se. Mm-hmm. Um, I am strongly opinionated and oftentimes don't even share my opinion because I'm like, because wow. it doesn't align with people. Yeah. It doesn't align with people. And I'm like, ah, that's fine. I, I'll just keep that to myself probably right. for the best. Right. Um, and I try to do my best to like have, I, I have a pretty objective opinion. Like if it's not logical or truthful, I just, I can't hear you out. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I'll hear you out. But if you can't make a logical and justified argument outside of, I feel this way, then I'm going to be like, all right, cool. Have fun yeah, feeling yeah. that way. Feelings are interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. Because I, I saw some, there's this one TikTok creator. Her name's I'm the J. And she was, she used to do like funny, like, characters. She did tons of you, you know who I'm talking about, yeah. right? And then she took like a hard turn into like christianity christianity yes mm-hmm. and she started posting her faith online and she like was getting mad hate about it mm-hmm. and it's like it's so crazy like that if you do post that kind of stuff mm-hmm. like you're gonna have people hate you because they don't agree with you yeah and it's like we live in such a judgmental world where you like you can't you can't like social media bro is fake as fuck mm-hmm. yeah like i can't say sh- I, I like we have to cut shit out of the podcast what we say sometimes like all the time all the time. I don't think and there's been a single pod where we've been like, that's perfect. Just upload that as is. Yeah. It's like we say things and we're like, ah, fuck, we probably can't say that. Yeah. And it's fucking annoying, dude. It's super annoying. Like, it, it's annoying that you can get canceled and cancel culture is such a thing. It's like, bro, let them think that. Let them feel that way. Let them believe in that. Why? Are you, like, that's called free speech. That's yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the double-edged sword of free speech is like, look, I think flat earthers, no offense, but total offense, are dumb as fuck. Like, look outside. Go in an airplane. Look at the planets. Look at the moon. Look at literally anything. And fucking, there's been infinite amount of tests that you can go online and do. I'm not going to sit here and try to argue my my point to somebody that doesn't believe in logic or reason at this point. But <laughs> all I'm saying, coming in hot. all I'm Pearson saying is a great arguer, by the way. I'm, oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great arguer, yes. <laughs> I'm my point is is that I also love the fact that we have flat earthers to prove that free speech is available to the world and we're not <laughs> burning them alive we're not crucifying yeah. them and I'm allowed to say they're stupid and they're allowed to say I'm stupid and that's mm. totally fine mm-hmm. and now there's other subjects that I'm not even going to touch on or like get close to but there's other subjects in the world that you know if somebody has a disagreement of opinion or just poses the question, they will be straw man crucified and, you know, thrown out and gaslit. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a scary conversation to have in general is like, I just like to have really interesting conversations. And I feel like sometimes I could potentially ask a question that'll be like, Hmm, what does he actually, you know think? what I'm curious about? I just thought about what do other countries talk about on social media? Cause our social media, all it is is like, Joe Biden, this, Donald Trump, that, <laughs> yeah. uh, vegan, this, fucking mm. all these like controversial religion and stuff. What are other comment down below? If you're from another country, what are, do you guys have controversial things on social media? Or are you just guys like, they probably talk about us. Probably. Right. They're yeah. probably like, God, Americans are so it's fucking stupid. stupid. All they do is Yo, bitch. I, have you seen, have you guys seen the TikTok where there's this Australian comedian, he's doing a stand up routine, but they cartoonified it. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, America's like the big jock older brother that goes around and just like railing at people. Like, hey, 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 bro, what are you doing? Hey, give me your lunch money, North Korea. And then like <laughs> and then like and then and then they tell everybody else what to do. And then then they'd be like, hey, Australia, get over here and make them give us our lunch money. And they're like, oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, let's get him. <laughs> and I just think that's really funny. Like, I, yeah. I think that's probably the way that we're perceived a little bit. Yeah. Like, just loud and, like, exactly what I just did. But what doesn't make sense is why would people want to fucking come to America when all we do is bitch? <laughs> well, there are a lot more. Opportunity. Yeah. Opportun- but is that a brainwashing? No. Is that no. telling people? I, I think that's legit. I was, who was I just talking to? Um, my buddy Rashid. 
he is French Moroccan and he was talking to me about it and he's been here for like 20 years. Um, and he was like, you know, what's really beautiful about America. And somebody else said this too. They were like, there's a sense of hope and there's a sense of mm. happiness. And he's like, mm. just as a whole, everyone here is far more optimistic. He's like, even when you guys, and now he's, you know, he's a citizen as well. Mm. He's like, even when we're down, there's still a sense of positivity versus when you're in another country, a lot of times, I don't want to speak vastly for every country. Right. This is, this is just a generalization, but he's like, just where I grew up specifically, it felt like as soon as you were down, there's, it was like, there's no hope. This is the end. But I think there's like, there's a sense of hope in America, even when like the things times are possible. Are hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw this. You know how these girls? Like, I don't know if Bang Energy still like does all that promo shit. Do you know? Like everyone, I think they do. Yeah, they still do like hardcore promo. Should I be a Bang Boy? It's there like was a lot of money, <laughs> but it's like so many videos and so many requirements. Yeah, and, like, you know what's I find funny? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people. Like don't get me wrong. Actually, I'm gonna say pretty much. Probably how much percent would you say of Instagram in LA is liberal? Uh, a lot probably like 95 percent sure. yeah for sure and then five percent don't say anything right yeah. yeah the bag the bang energy ceo is a trump supporter and was at a MAGA rally and i just find it hilarious, hilarious that these girls he's like paying the rent of all these people yeah and and they're all the irony they're, they're all, all like liberals and anti-trump and yeah. like yeah. it's just like oh we'll take your money but but I don't agree with you, but thanks for paying my rent. Thank you for paying my rent. Fuck you, man. Also, guys, I want to say a shout out to Norway. Threesome is number 21 on the Norway Viral 50 charts. Yeah, what up, Norway? And it is Norway. number one in British Columbia on Shazam. Nice. Which is pretty That's cool. That's awesome. Um, and also, all right, getting away from all this political uh, bullshit. Moment of silence for threesome. Why are we having silence? It didn't pass away. It's still here. I know. I don't know. I just oh. wanted to do one of the silence. Um, Good celebrating. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. High five. Over here in the celebration corner. <laughs> two two uh, crazy things this week. One, our, we had a heat wave in California. 113 degrees it was. And that day our air conditioner went out. And, Great times. <laughs> uh, uh, it sucked. So if you don't have AC, I felt your pain and I forever in my life want to have ac yeah <laughs> we take it for granted yes man. literally i was like i was sitting there i'm like damn bro i fucking take this for granted yeah like, having air conditioning is mm -hmm. a huge like difference in how i sleep like <laughs> yo for real i came downstairs and it was just the fan that was blowing and i still only slept for like two hours and i was like i'm sweating yeah. i can't stop also my plants turned to ash <laughs> well back in the day too my parents wouldn't turn on the ac because like save power and bills yeah. and stuff so i like used to have to have like a fan in my room back then but it's been so long since i've had that feeling and yeah. i was like wow i take this for granted so hard you know my parents used to do the same thing and i was like i will pay for it just turn the ac on it's so <laughs> yeah, hot literally so i feel for you guys if you don't have ac and that sounded like extreme privilege so I'm maybe sorry. that's why people want to come to america because have AC. AC. Yeah. Not everybody does. I have a friend that lives in LA that doesn't have it. Really? Yeah. Adelia doesn't have AC. Really? No. She has like a, a, Get a plug swamp cooler. Yeah. Uh, and then I did a cold plunge this week. How was that? In a cold tub. It was 39 degrees. Um, I was trying to get for six minutes. Mm -hmm. That's like as long as you can stay in the 39 degree one. And I got in and it was good. And then four minutes in, my body started to shake uncontrollably, like Oof. shivering. Yeah. So I had to get out at like 4.30. He told me, he's like, that's your body telling you. It's time. It's time. Uh, it was really dope. I recommend you guys do it. It's like it's like a reset 
kind of yeah. like your blood rush. I don't know how you explain it on my vlog. It'll be out in one of the vlogs. That's really I, cool. I mean, it's like the Wim Hof method. Like the cold plunge essentially shoots cortisol throughout your body, which is like a nice like wake up call. Mm. And it forces blood from your extremities into your internal organs. And it forces oxygen rich blood all around it to protect them and like protect you. And right. it releases endorphins and there's, there's so many good benefits. Plus it forces mm. you to breathe. Yeah, it was really sick. And then after I went to this place called Air One, guys, it's this market in LA. It's over by the Grove. Extremely overpriced. Um, Sponsor us, though, just in case. But might have the most beautiful women in Los Angeles at this place. I, I think I'm going to go there You're once Saxon, a week. Are you, you must be shopping. <laughs> oh. Well, flirtation. What's up? What's over here? How you doing? I might just go there once a week and buy a water just so I can, you know, get scope your, out your flirt game. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'll take this water. It's one pint. Yeah. Twenty five dollars. Yeah, literally. I it's spent like thirty two dollars. I went with my friends and they wanted to go there and then I had diarrhea, so how was how, was it worth the diarrhea? No, no. That's why I said I'll get a water. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of vlogging too, I'm gonna take a break soon, reset, and also we're gonna reset the podcast studio, mm -hmm. uh, revamp it, design it. We put up curtains. We put up curtains to to block the sound a little bit. It's very nice. It's gonna be dope. It looks way cleaner than it looks we so had professional. It. <laughs> yeah. But I want to talk a little bit about Pearson. Pearson drove four hours to see a movie last weekend. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about this, dude? <laughs> let me tell you Can all I? about this. <laughs> I okay. First of all, since quarantine <laughs> began. I have not been to a single movie in a movie theater. Right. You've got to understand, movies are therapy to me. Mm -hmm. if, if movies, if people have religion, I have movies. <laughs> and if religion has a priest, a pope, or a pastor, it's Christopher Nolan, Steven Spielberg, and there's a few others in there. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but Christopher Nolan, he released a movie called Tenet. Yes. And I keep thinking you're saying Tenet, but it's Tenet. Yeah. T-E-N-E-T. Tenet? Tenet. 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 Whatever yeah. the fuck that means. I have a word for you. Tenet. Sorry. You didn't watch the movie. It's fine. Yeah, I didn't go. Um, <laughs> but it's, it was fucking amazing. Like, I, it, was, it was worth every second of the drive down and the drive back. Also, it was just like, it was so much fun to actually be back in a shared environment, even though we were separated mm -hmm. by rows and like six chairs down and all that stuff. It was just like yeah. the moment of having an audience to share and an epic high high concept movie with and especially also, guys, Tenet to be the one I was just like I was thrilled for like the next few days to, even today I'm still like I want to go back down and see it I was just so inspired I'm thinking about it. taking a day trip down there uh, basically well we're talking about San Diego guys so in Los Angeles still movie theaters are closed mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. movie theaters across the US opened up this past weekend yeah pretty much yeah pretty much so California and New York are just yeah, the close in San ones. Diego. They had one open. So Pearson drove down with a bunch of peeps. We had myself, Tyler Saxon, David Brock and Christian, the guy that's designing the Pearson photo VIP stuff. And it was fucking lit. It was yeah. so cute. They were so excited. <laughs> we got to do something because Pearson is heading off in a couple weeks, guys. He's going to be gone until yeah. Christmas. I know. I feel so sad. Right. I'm excited for you. Thank it's amazing. You. It's a great opportunity. It is. I don't know what I'm going to do. Are we like. Yeah. What are you guys going to do without me? I'm going home. I'm going home to uh, Ohio. Really? For my brother's bachelor party. And then I'm oh, going nice. to Lake Tahoe. So I'm going to take a couple weeks off. That'll be good. Uh, revamp. I also have some really exciting things coming up. I'm starting a, an exclusive website. 
Ooh. selling extremely large wiener pictures. Ooh. Um, only marks. <laughs> okay. Only marks is what. But yeah, I'm starting talking. up a website. I'm working on merch. Working on some other products, which is really interesting. Mark, actually, I have a legitimate question. I want to know, uh, mainly for the audience's purposes, we've talked about it a lot, but I want to know why you feel the need to take a break. Because I want. Here's my thing. I keep posting, right? Mm -hmm. And I keep saying, God, I want to switch up my content. Like, mm -hmm. I've been doing the same kind of content for however many years. Yeah. And as long as I keep posting, I'm going to keep making the same content. Yep. And nothing's going to change. And I'm I'm just following this rhythm of comfortability of like, mm -hmm. oh, cool. This is what I do. And that's what's happened. And I don't, I really want to sit back and figure it out what it is that I want to do next with my life. Yeah. And with content, with videos, I want to make, like, don't get me wrong, it's fun to vlog, but there's only so much I can come up with after, yeah. we've talked about this so many times, hundreds of videos, there's only so many things, new things I can do and be creative. Mm. Yeah. And I want to make videos that are meaningful, that I'm proud of. Yeah. Instead of just putting out, like, I've really learned that making music has made me love creating with other people and also creating something that like I'm proud of. And then mm -hmm. I want to put out like a vlog is great, but like, I'm not, I put out so many of them and it's just like, I'm not proud of them. Yeah. You know, like you're just I'm, doing it to do it. At this yeah. Point. I'm proud of myself for like pushing and working and, you know, not stopping and giving up. I'm, yeah. You know, I've, I've I know a lot of friends that, you know, back in vine days, like vine went away and then they just kind of gave up. Yeah. And they stopped creating content and they didn't adapt. Um, but yeah, I want to figure out what's next for me there. I don't think in the future, I don't think I'm going to post two to three times a week. I think I might just post once a week mm -hmm. and do a lot of stuff for the website, high end content. I'm working mm -hmm. on some high end stuff on there, like putting money into it and stuff. So we'll mm -hmm. see. I'm going to take a break, figure out my life. And also when Pearson's gone, his trainer is going to train me. Yep. And Got him me. doing a 21 day challenge. Yeah. Go, go check it out on the photo philosophy. Yeah. He, we just he called a podcast. him out. He's like, we'll change your body in 21 days. Yeah. So I really like, that's something that really makes me happy back in the day when honestly, after my breakup, when I started working out and just eating healthy and focusing on me, it's probably one of the happiest moments of my life where I was like, mm -hmm. I didn't worry about creating content. I was yeah. like, I knew when I woke up, I was working out and doing whatever the fuck I wanted. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was so happy during that time. Mm -hmm. And Honestly, I just want to go back to that because every day, like, I need to shut my brain off sometimes. And, like, I'm always trying to think of content and all that. Yeah. And I think if I know that I'm not posting, then I don't have to think. Yeah. It's like it's, what it's one less to, thing of stress. You're, I mean, if you think about it from the perspective of, like, let's do, like, an Elon Musk or, like, a Steve Jobs or these really, really high-performance human beings, Oprah, any of them, on some level at some point when they've reached capacity, when their company or their business has like peaked, they themselves have to step back and rethink, mm -hmm. you know, at some point they have to re-strategize and be like, okay, we've got so many things going on. It's all working, but now I am bored of it. Mm -hmm. Like I don't like it anymore. Um, and I think you're at the place of your business of Mark Donor you know, vlogs of, of Mark Donor, Instagram of Mark Donor, everything where you're like, I really need to step back and rethink it. And like, you know, for me, I, I always have like phases and plans and goals and bars set for myself nonstop, like every, even a daily goal and bar thing. And I think this is like a perfect opportunity for you to take a moment and really get to see number one, everything that you've accomplished in five years, 
it's pretty fucking epic. You know, like you've how many videos have you made? Mm. Hundreds, thousands, thousands, thousands. Oh, yeah. If we're just if we're just counting, like <clears throat> think of the tens, probably a ten thousand pieces of content over, uh, just on like pictures, Instagram stories, YouTube, YouTube stories, lives, this and that and the other. Mm. And now you have the chance to step back and look at it. Like imagine if you were just looking at this picture, right? And you were staring at just a single square of it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, I'm so frustrated with this, this one little square. It, it just doesn't feel like enough. But right now you're giving yourself the opportunity to step back and look at the whole picture and be like, how can we add more to the canvas? Right. I see TikToks too. Like everybody's like about David Dobrik. They're like, dude, come on, post vlogs. Like we need you. Like what's going on? Like a lot of people don't really get how hard it is, you know, yeah. like he's chilling, dude. He's yeah. like, hell yeah. I have a reason to stop. Yeah. And cause you kind of like, I've seen podcast interviews of him of like, he forced himself to post, even though he was like not happy at all. Yeah. And like, cause the people like, there's a, there's a weird pressure. I feel like you put on yourself and also you hear the fans like saying all this shit. It, it bottles up inside of you yeah. and it's hard to ignore, you know, mm-hmm. like it makes you sometimes want to turn off your comments when mm-hmm. you like, you see the hate and people talking shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm putting myself out there for you to judge me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying things about you. And there's some things, dude, that like they are hurtful. Like people have no fucking mercy, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't. Like especially people are savages in the comments. Like when I pop up on like TikTok's a new platform I'm on, and like I'll see comments. It's like this dude's washed up since he left Logan's vlogs, or oh I forgot you even existed, like mm-hmm. shit like that. And I'm just like, damn, you guys are fucking. Mm-hmm. I'm a human being, bro. Like yeah. That's that's great for you to say that about me, you know, because I'm mm-hmm. I'm out here commenting on your post. Like, it it really boggles my mind how people have the energy to, to just talk trash about someone. Yeah, mm-hmm. like another human being, you know. Are you gonna say those things to my face? Yeah, like come come say it to my face because you're not gonna like you're a little keyboard warrior and that's cool, but like, I don't know. It is very brave of you to be putting yourself out there like that, mm-hmm. and I I don't think people understand that. You know what I mean? I feel like they kind of think because you're putting yourself out there it's acceptable for them to judge you and be like that right yeah because they've never done it you mm-hmm. know what i mean and if yeah. anything they might be a little bit jealous of you being able to do that yeah, yeah. you know what i mean I, that's that's actually a really good point is like there is a certain amount of jealousy or projecting that happens when people like for instance when you had your one friend that was commenting about your hair and like the cover mm-hmm. of the threesome thing I thought it was, I thought it was just a giant projection of their own insecurity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and that, that just seemed to me to be like a, a common thread amongst a lot of, a lot of people. I, you know, I, I will say this, this is, this is my one, uh, context thing to what you said is like, uh, once you put yourself out there, you do have to release it. Like there's no, we, Mm. once we put it out into the ether like that, Mm -hmm. we know, we accept the fact that we no longer have control and we accept the fact that we are willing to be judged, even though Mm -hmm. it is a projection of their own insecurity. We just have to accept that and have thick skin. I mean, you have thick skin, you have thick skin, I have thick skin, but it does get to you. Mm -hmm. You can't help it. Yeah. Especially because I've done so much in so many, like, like even like comments about like, oh, you used, you're the guy from Logan Paul's vlogs. It's yeah. like, bro, I haven't been in his vlogs in how long? Right. Mm-hmm. One. Two, I've also made 
600 of my own vlogs right. and hundreds of other pieces of content. Like, why can't you be like, oh, you're Mark Donor? You know, like, right. mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know. That shit gets to you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a funny story that I writ- wrote down. I might, Tyler, you want to come on here and talk about it? The girl? Or do you want me to just tell it? All right, I'll tell it. Tyler, so Tyler was, you know, just minding his own business this weekend. Mm -hmm. Some girl he used to hook up with shot him a text and was like basically asking, hey, let's hook up. This is a great text. (laughs) And Tyler's like, yo, don't you have a boyfriend? And she's like, I uh, I would never cheat only with you. Like this type of stuff. Yeah, she she had a boyfriend and shit. And she was, where was she on vacation? She went uh, to Vegas. Yeah. She was in Vegas. She was drinking. She's basically t- like sexting Tyler, sending him nudes like, yo, mm-hmm. I want to fuck. And Tyler's like, Tyler's like in the clear. He's like, look, you have a boyfriend. Like, you know, if you weren't dating someone, then maybe. But like, I'm just not cool with that. Very yeah. respectable. Yo, yeah. Tyler. Let's go, Tyler. Tyler. Stu- he's yeah. a stand up guy. Stand up guy. He's Let's like go. looking out for the homie, which is yeah. pretty dope. Mm-hmm. So then she gets home from Vegas. And on her bed is Tyler and her's conversation printed out with a breakup letter. So the dude had like her login info on Instagram or some shit. I don't know, but her boyfriend printed out their conversation, put it on the bed. And she thought Tyler exposed them. Like, she's like, yo, Tyler, what the fuck? Like, why'd you tell my boyfriend? He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then she sent him a photo, but Pearson made a, analogy that i wasn't thinking of and tyler told it to me and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh fuck maybe that is a good point what did you say i said listen this chick already seems crazy what if she printed all of that out herself put it on her bed and pretended she broke up with her boyfriend just so she could fuck you and get away with it and guilt trip you yep after like now you owe me this i never thought of that did you ever find out or no Still haven't hit her back. Yeah. Tell us Don't what you guys think back. in the comments. Do you think she was manipulating Tyler and making it seem like they broke up so she can cheat? Or do you think her boyfriend actually I think the boyfriend would have DM'd Tyler and been like, Hey man, thanks for looking out. Yeah. I feel like go. that's what you would do. Like if I yeah. you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't True. just print it out and not reach out to Tyler, especially if Tyler was being And the so, boyfriend like wasn't like, there. Like that's yeah. just a savage thing. Like no one's gonna print out a conversation, lay it on the bed, and just take all their things and leave and I never see, talk to you. I wanna see I his might do that. I, I wanna <laughs> see his handwriting. You would want an explanation. And see if it looks like a you little would, curly kiwi. I think anyone in a relationship would want to face to face say fuck you. They wouldn't print it out and dip. I mean I don't know. How I long might. do they date for? Two-year relationship? Nah, they, no, they're definitely taking You're having a conversation. For yeah. sure. Yep. I, I agree with Pearson now, now that I like break it down. Yeah. She's well, trying to con you into sleeping with her, bro. I really yeah. do think he would have Tyler. What? I really do think he would have DM'd Tyler. Yeah. Like, I really do. Or been like, yo, bro, what the fuck? Why are you DMing my girl and saying maybe when you're single? I mean, I watched, like, anything. Tyler showed me the DMs. I was like, oh, yeah, dude. You, I was like, you did a good job. Like, you didn't say yeah. anything bad. Uh, yo, Tyler she played it Tyler did a good job. Moment of a, a moment of silence for Tyler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Good job, Tyler. I'm proud of you. Uh, oh, I'll, also, on the, I wrote this down. Uh, this week on the stock market, I took an L and I posted it on social media because, that, yeah. uh, bro, the only times I ever see people posting stocks in their Robinhood accounts and shit on social media 
is when they they catch dubs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is what I hate about social media. Everybody only shows the wins. It's a yeah. it's a highlight reel. It's like, hey, I made X amount of dollars this day. Great. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Why don't you post the days you lose? Because I know that day I lost, everyone fucking lost. And you didn't see nobody posting that they won. Mm-hmm. Old Pearson bought inverse stocks. But still, there's days that you lose. Nice. <laughs> and I think that there's a uh, there's this false reality like on social media. It's like, oh, everybody's like, get into stocks. You win every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everyone thinks the that, The market right? doesn't always go up. Clearly. There's days where you Clearly. lose. Like, yeah, I lost whatever, four grand that day, another yeah. five the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh I was down like 11,000 in a week. Yeah. And then today I, you know, made a couple thousand back. And mm-hmm. it's like, guys, if you're getting into the stock market, don't have this expectation. Cause all these kids post their wins that you're, yeah. you're missing out on W's. Like you got to really know what you're doing. And if you don't, then you can yeah. catch some, some L's. If you don't mm-hmm. study the fundamentals of every stock that you're buying. And if you don't understand the way that the market works and how the market maker works and how it fluctuates in times of pandemic or fear or elections or times of the year even, mm-hmm. or just times of the week. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. what we call the, uh, there's like a 10 a.m. pumper dump. There's a 12, 1230 and a 12.50 pumper dump. And then there's a post-market pumper dump. And depending on if it's freaking, you know, earnings season, if it's That's election PST season. time, by the way. Yeah, PST. Yeah. Um, there's, there's so many factors that go into these things. And when you guys... That's that's one of the reasons that I don't talk about it a ton is because I don't want to be the guy that's held accountable for stock advice because I'm not a licensed broker. I have, my uncle is, mm-hmm. but I'm not. And I don't want to be giving you guys advice where it's like, everybody dump everything in Tesla. And then it does a, what, what 20% drop like it did yeah, yesterday. Yeah, so, so Amanda before? Cerny posted on Twitter. She's like, I just bought, uh, when it was 2000 two thousand something dollars a share mm-hmm. like at its peak its highest point she mm-hmm. posted like oh, i just bought 25 shares of tesla which is like 30 g's worth yeah and it did a split and it's like and then it got split and then, and then it, it ran got up and then it got collapsed destroyed. bro but if you're an amanda cerny fan and you're like oh she bought tesla i need to buy tesla right and then you just lost x amount of dollars mm-hmm. yeah and also you, you shouldn't post that kind of stuff in my no. opinion i i'm not gonna sit here and be like yo i post i i just bought this now like because what if it does do bad yeah you know? i it's a weird thing. I I wouldn't mind posting some of my plays as long as like there were some like legal connotation mm-hmm. of like, hey, you don't want to fuck with people with money. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. That's like a it's a weird juxtaposition. Yeah. If you take my advice and you're like got ten thousand dollars and I'm like, yo, put it into this stock and then you lose a thousand dollars like I'm fucking with your livelihood. Yep. Like yeah. you're not gonna be a fan of Mark Donor if yeah. you lose if he makes you lose a thousand dollars. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, well, and it can be dangerous too, because mm-hmm. like, wasn't there that guy and he posted he was like, how does a college student get nine hundred thousand dollars in debt mm-hmm. in stocks? And he like committed suicide. Yeah, from oh, that's his like stocks. Seven hundred fifty thousand. Seven hundred fifty thousand yeah. or something. Because there was like a mistake that. on his Robinhood or something. Well, or it wasn't he, a mistake. He's and, he was selling an option and he got destroyed on it, and what this is this is the really sad part about that story is like number one first of all if you guys are in stocks and you're you don't understand what you're doing with options don't fucking touch options trading or futures trading or i don't understand it don't touch stocks in general if you don't understand it but like if you buy a stock at least you know you own the stock and it can run to zero or it can run to 100 and you just own that thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but if you buy and sell options and you don't understand the dynamics of what's going on there you can literally lose infinite amounts of money. Mm -hmm. But the sad part about that is that there are lawyers and attorneys and funds that are set up and in place so that way 
his loss could have been wiped away and somebody would have stepped in and paid his debt. Like the government would have stepped in because this happens fairly often. Oh, really? But now granted, there's, there's major repercussions on his credit, on his livelihood and all sorts of stuff, but he, he didn't have to end his life like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, declare bankruptcy, yeah, right? Yeah, you can declare bankruptcy and then the Fed would step in and take care of your debt. And I'm sure there's other things that go along with it, but that that's really sad. And if you guys are in those positions, know that there are people out there that handle those types of scenarios. Mm -hmm. Reach out first, understand what's going on. I ran up what was uh, a, um, it was called inflated debt or something like that. It just essentially meant uh, that I couldn't lose more money than X amount of dollars on this stock to write it off on a stock um, in the tax year. So I didn't fully understand that and I freaked out and I called my business manager, I called my dad, I called my uncle, I called like 12 different people and I thought I was down $200,000 and it didn't mean that at all. It just meant that I couldn't call taxes on this specific kind of stock. Mm -hmm. But you guys, don't fuck around with these things if you don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Get a financial advisor. For real. I think they take 1%. It's, yeah, it's that's something you're worth your your knowledge is worth giving one percent of yeah up for for real yeah you hire them that's fine what do you think of nice guys finishing last Saxon I saw this I saw this uh, TikTok here listen to this TikTok I'm not gonna play it in the, the speaker because there has music to it and I don't want to get copyrighted but listen. Basically, nice guys finish last because they take care of everybody else. They forget to take care of themselves. And then it reaches the point where they lost themselves and they forget who they are. And then the person they love also doesn't like love them anymore. Mm -hmm. I think if you're doing something to get something in return, if you're being a nice guy to like get even get love back, that's not right. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I don't I, think I mean, you would do that if you weren't. I would say that. Back. I'm a nice guy and I, f I felt that that's why I brought it up back in my relationship. I would do all of these things for other people and I never really gave myself the time of day. And then it reached the point where I was like not happy with myself. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately me not being happy with myself mm -hmm. resulted in my relationship falling apart. So that's how I felt that. I'm sorry. I mean, that you sucks. don't have to be sorry. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think why, why do you think you were putting other people before you? I don't know. I always put other people before me, I think. Why? There's no reason? I like. I have a hard time saying no. I mean, me and Pearson have had this conversation a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel, I don't know. You feel indebted. In I feel like way. I owe them something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I, it, it's an interesting thing because it's, I mean, technically it's not a bad feeling. It's only bad to you, but then it spreads out to the people around you that care about you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you get used by people that don't care about you. Yeah. You know, the people that care about you, I mean, like we want to take care of you and like protect Mark, you know, because mm -hmm. you are such a giving guy and you, you give a lot of yourself to mm -hmm. the extent where like then you start to feel used because those people don't give back in return. And I think that's where that's, that's the dilemma is like, I, I, I disagree with the nice guys finish last and I agree with Saxon's sentiment on it is like, are you a nice guy if you're always expecting something in return or can you be um, a nice guy? Like, I feel like I'm a pretty nice guy, but I have extreme have boundaries. boundaries. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm nice. But if you cross my boundaries, then I don't need to know you. 
Mm-hmm. But if, if you're inside of my boundary lines of where I don't feel used and neither do you, then I think I can be extremely nice. Yeah, I think there's probably a point where like you can give love and you can give things. And then there's a point where you're going to start to feel used because you would expect them to treat you well. You yeah. know what I mean? Even if you love someone, you're like, okay, they should be nice to me or they should respect me. You should only love them as much as you can without needing them to give something back because mm-hmm. that's where you start to feel used and that's where like things start to go bad you know what i mean do you guys think that what at what point do we give and then it start to expect something like at what point is right. it a gift mm-hmm. and then at what point do we say i'm giving you this now i expect should you ever expect because mm-hmm. what if you're the person always giving mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying you just can't give more just than, you, you just take I mean? it away right yeah I think, yeah, I, think I mean, yeah, love is like if we all had cups of water, right? And it was how much love we have to give. If you have enough, then you can give it and it doesn't hurt. But if you only have a little bit and I give you some and you don't give me any back, like I needed that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I needed that love for myself. Mm-hmm. So then I don't like you because you're not giving me any back. But if my cup was full and it was all good, then I could give you some and it wouldn't hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think you have to like grow your own love enough that you can like give it to people without it hurting. Yeah, I saw something similar to that. It was like, you can't give out love if you have no love to give, mm-hmm. you know? What do you think, how do you get love? How do you give out love? Like, how do you get love to give? You know what I'm saying? What does that mean? Um, I think it. I think it's different to everyone. Like, do you need to be, be loved by someone to have love to give? Okay, so I was reading this thing, right? And it was talking about how we hold people as our objects of attention, but they're all our feelings. Right. Mm. So if I love someone, I'm putting my attention on that person, but those feelings are mine. I'm creating them. I'm making the thoughts that make me think I love them. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, trying to follow. I'm trying to follow. Okay. So this painting, I love this painting. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm looking at this painting and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. But I'm thinking the thought that's amazing. You're creating I'm, value on the painting. Yes. Yeah. You're giving yourself those feelings. Those are your feelings and you're the only person responsible for your feelings. You know they what I'm can't saying? be held like the can't, the painting can't be held responsible because it doesn't love you back. Yeah. Why can't we treat other humans as inanimate objects? <laughs> I mean, well, go ahead. Because no. look, I mean, yeah, you could love the painting, right? It doesn't right. nothing. It doesn't love you back. It doesn't feel anything mm-hmm. like you can love video games mm-hmm. like they're entertaining. They provide value, but they don't like they don't care. You know, they don't have feelings. Why do we care if someone else gives us love back? Because you're not expecting the painting to love you back. So yeah. why do we have expectations on people? nature versus nurture yeah you just we've created a a dynamic in the world around us that we expect something from everybody whether it's don't cross the yellow lines on the road Mm -hmm. to like hey i've given you my attention and my love and my feelings i expect you to give me the same results back um i actually i have a methodology of how i do it but it actually involves like creating uh, friend groups and i talked about this a little bit on my master class um but i was like you have these circles of friends. The outer, outer circle are like the frenemies, the people you really don't like that only add like drama and strife to your life. And you try to keep them as far away as possible, but you can go through life and interact with them, but keep up your boundaries nonstop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then you have like your party friends, the next circle in, you have these party friends, the people that you always see out that you say you're gonna grab coffee with, but you never do. Mm -hmm. But you have a fine enough Mm -hmm. time with them, but you would never actually get close to them. And then you have your next circle of friends, which is your group of friends that you 
each of them provides kind of like a, uh, if, it, if you look at it like a pie chart, this one friend is great at going to parties with you. Mm -hmm. Then this friend is great at going to movies with you. And this friend is great at having deep conversations. And this friend's great at eating food with you. You know, and each of these friends kind of fill these different needs in your life because no one person, it's too much to ask from a single person. Right. It's far too much. Um, and then you have your deep core inner circle. These are your ride or dies. Mm -hmm. You were lucky enough to have one in your life, let alone two. If you have three, please call me because you're a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. You probably only have two and you think you have three. Um, but these are the people that you can share infinite and everything with and they will not judge you. They will challenge you. They will be your best friend no matter what. And these are the friends that you can ask for things from and they can ask for things from you and there is a complete mutual exchange. Um, is it normal to not want to like blend those friends? I don't blend those friends at all. Okay. I'll, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll no, but I'm saying because there's times where I'm like, I like no offense. I love you guys, but yeah. sometimes I just want to go hang with people I don't really care about. Yeah, is that normal? That's totally normal. <laughs> that's fine. Like, but that's that's part of like okay. those are the party friends. Like oh, okay, you know those are the, that's the pie chart of what I was breaking down. Is like I don't invite you guys to everything that I do all the right, time. Right. Sometimes I want to go hang out with Josh and Debbie. Right. You know, sometimes I want to go hang out with like Brock and watch a movie. Right. Sometimes I want to go with Derek and we we just like fucking he barbecues chicken and makes gumbo and like we have a good time and watch a movie. Right. Mm. Um. There, there's different needs to why is that humans. why why though why would you not want to bring your core friends to those things sometimes you need a break yeah because mm. think of it like think of it like a relationship like think of all these relationships in quarantine that are just falling apart because too much time has been spent and yeah. they realize they never actually liked each other in the first place it's like you need time apart to be able to talk about the new things that are happening in your life. Because if I know everything that's going on with Mark and Mark knows everything that's going on with me and Mark knows everything that's going on with Saxon and it's just this trifecta of we know everything. It builds up a certain, what is it? Um, closeness breeds contempt. Is that right? Proximity breeds contempt or something like that. At some point you're going to be like, yo, you're fucking annoying. Just shut the <laughs> fuck up. Deal with that problem or get the fuck out of my face. You talk mm -hmm. about the same shit, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we just need to go out and experience the world and like be refreshed. It's like, it's like taking a, a friendcation. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. emotionally you need other things from other people. And if, if your friends are too territorial to let you go and hang out with brother friends, I don't, uh, I'm going to say you don't have friends. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was thinking about this earlier. Nothing that you can't leave is good. Yeah. Yep. If there's anything, well, on, you say can't, that one more time. if there's anything you can't leave, it's bad. Yeah. You can only not leave bad things. Wait, wait. It, it, do, you, do you understand wait, what I'm, I'm saying? Trying, I can't understand this. So like. If there's anything you can't leave. Bad. Yeah. It's oh, bad. Yes. Like, if it, like, you know that relationship where you're like, I have to, I have to, I have to uh -huh. like always be around. I, you have that one friend. You know what I mean? Like that one friend that's always, I have to be around. <laughs> I love how you winked at me. I, I know you know who I'm talking <laughs> about. But I have to be around at all times. And, 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 and they can't hang out with that other person. Yeah, yeah. Bad. Right? Bad. You, like relationships like even if you wanted to leave the relationship and they're like i'm gonna make your life miserable i hate you now bad mm -hmm. you must leave mm -hmm. but if they're like okay i understand i want you to be happy this hurts but i want you to be happy then good then you can probably you know what i mean yeah yeah you yeah, can only not like... sorry that was just a thought no, i, I think today. that's a great point if you I have agree. to stick into it then maybe it's maybe it's not worth having it's interesting too that like like why I, like for the example this weekend i went and hung out with some friends that i don't like the party friends mm -hmm. yeah and it's like 
Yeah, I guess the, I guess there's times where you're just like, but you know what I hate when you go hang out with your party friends mm-hmm. and they like s- try to talk business or like they br- <laughs> they bring up the very thing you're trying to fucking escape. Yeah. They're like, so how's work? And you're like, God Shut damn up. it, dude. I just want to fucking drink right now and <laughs> stare at beautiful women or something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I don't want to talk about my job. That's why I'm at this party. Yeah. Like, right. I'm trying to get away from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, like, I was at a party, a uh, small get together. And this guy's like talking about the stock market and shit. I'm like, bro, it's Saturday. I don't want to <laughs> talk about this. I don't care. Like, ah. Uh, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also, it, I think it's also exhausting because like they haven't built that rapport with you. And when they just start talking shit out of their ass and they're like, <laughs> the stock market is going up today. Yeah. And you're like, bro, I know you fucking spent $500 on your fucking Louis Vuittons from your EDD check. No offense, but like, I don't trust you on anything you're about to say in the stock market. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's an issue. It's interesting to talk about, but like, yeah, no, you're right. But that's because you're. They're that friend group, and you don't want to like divulge those things, right? Yeah. I don't want them to get too close. You're they're like, that piece of up. the pie, yeah, of the Literally. friend group yeah. circle. All right, guys. Well, thanks for talking. I feel like I just <laughs> vented as always. I mean, honestly, I actually I think this is therapeutic because I'm sure there's other people watching this, and like they get to see somebody at the top of their game, mm-hmm. and all of us at the top of our own respective games, and realize that life is still life like we all still deal with the same dumb shit no right. matter how high up you get you're still dealing with like relationship problems friend problems and sometimes you gotta pee in the middle of a podcast and you gotta take a break and... I gotta piss <laughs> <laughs> also guys I downloaded this dating app I'm not gonna fucking shout them out or anything like that but yo but if they do want to sponsor what's up <laughs> fucking the worst <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I can't do dating apps I just don't really care um, yeah. but I just yeah never mind <laughs> Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could have a threesome. Just us, you, me, and your best friend. 